Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye? You'll find out in DJ247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a rope? And what's the best game where you battle the Pope? Like I said, you will find out in this here podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a specific category. Uh, for example, this week we want to find the best game that you were ridiculously hyped for as a teen. Uh, this topic is interesting for a number of reasons. Uh, firstly, because it depends on when you were a teen. Uh, we've got quite a big age range here. Uh, this sounds ridiculous, but I honestly couldn't remember when I was a teen. I'm so old that I had to look it up. I mean, I knew it was vaguely the 90s, but uh, I couldn't remember the exact date range. Uh, but I was at least certain that I had been a child at one time, which is something that none of us can say for Editor-in-Chief Tom Ory. Hello, Tom. <laughs> I went from being like sort of a young child to an adult. I think when I turned 11, 12, <laughs> that was it. So I missed my entire, the childhood most people remember, I just didn't have, I was just adult. You've been in your mid-50s for the entire time I've known you, which is getting yeah. on for a decade now, so... Mm. Um, <laughs> we're also joined by uh, Associate Editor Alex and Guides Writer Kelsey. How are you all doing? Hello. Yeah, I'm good. Hello. Fantastic. This is going to be, yeah, like I say, this is going to be a weird one because uh, they're all from completely different eras, these games. Um, so the first one I want to go to is uh, Alex. What's your pick? Okay, so I, it, it took me a while to um, to decide this one because I thought about a lot of things. So, um, you know, hey, and, and there was some that I felt like it was almost too cliche. So, like, you know, we talked about this the other week, right? Where, yeah. you know, do you, do you, you think of something obvious um, and then you go, eh, is that too? Like, so I thought about Halo 3. Yeah. I just remember that Believe trailer and all that sort of stuff and just being like bouncing off the walls about it. I thought about some of the Final Fantasy games and stuff like that. But f- for me, it came down to, I started to zero in on a feeling and that feeling is um, something that I haven't had the last two console generations, which is that feeling of just being absolutely obsessed and so excited about the visual upgrade that your games mm. are getting okay. as you enter a new console generation. And it's a feeling that I miss because definitely going into the PS5 generation, I was just like, yeah, looks a bit better. And same really going into PS4, it, you know, it definitely looks better, but I don't get that ridiculously excited feeling anymore. And yeah. for the high definition generation, which is the generation that I mean, I mean, what that was two thousand six, um, yeah. two thousand well, two thousand five, two thousand six. So I was like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. Um, and for so for me, that was the first console generation where I was able to look forward to it almost as a young adult, where I had control over my own purchases to some degree and stuff the you know when the when the gamecube and the original xbox and stuff like that launched i was strictly reliant on parents and christmases and birthdays stuff like that so it's almost like you couldn't get hyped as easily yeah, because yeah. you might be waiting a long time this yeah. was the first console generation where i knew i was going to go out and buy this console on day one I, I was saving for it and all that stuff anyway the long story short is the game that defines that to me is dead rising yeah um i just remember being absolutely blown away and obsessed with the sheer amount of zombies on screen it was incredible the, for the time wasn't it like it was a yeah. really big technical showcase at the time which is it was incredible with yeah. the amount of interactivity i think the um facial animation and stuff looks really rote now but at that time if you sat dead rising next to resident evil 4 
it mm. was a really big jump. And uh, yeah, I just, and you know, obviously this podcast is best game. So th- th- there's some games that I was probably a little bit more hyped for that aren't as good a game as Dead Rising. Dead yeah, Rising yeah. is without a shadow of a doubt, um, one of the best first games in an original intellectual property i like how you specify first well yeah but that's what i mean because like well you know what I mean? but, but, but that's a specific thing because i think it's hard to come out of the gate with a new ip yeah, doing yeah. new and different things and nail it from the first go you especially quite from a studio get, that already has like a zombie franchise as well so exactly and, and you quite often get a really a decent first game that sort of kicks it off and then the second game is the one that is really uncharted is a really good example of that right where uncharted one a little bit ropey it sort of gets by on the fact that it was one of the big playstation 3 exclusives and it was a technical showcase but uncharted 2 is where that series gets good and but dead rising is not that situation i have a lot of love for dead rising 2 i actually have a lot of love for the third one as well the fourth one is best forgotten um but that first game is just it's an incredible it's still an excellent excellent game and i just remember the level of hype and the level of excitement that i had was just off the charts and i remember they had that demo and it was one of the first downloadable demos for a big triple a game ever and so not only was it it was a big deal because the game was really good but it was a big deal because it was sort of astonishing that yeah. if you had the Xbox with the 20 gig hard drive <laughs> which sounds crazy now right if you had the 360 with the 20 gig you could download this chunk of this game and explore that little piece of the mall yeah, and i would was, play yeah. that demo repeatedly over and over again trying to uncover every little thing in it i just it's definitely yeah. one of those things where it was like a taster of things to come um uh, like like so much of the early sort of 360 PS3 era was like that, where it was like they had sort of like very much a prototype for things that would come much later, like downloadable games and stuff. Like, that. Yeah. like we we take advantage now just the fact that you can just like buy the latest release without leaving your bed. But um, you know that was a <laughs> was a big deal back then. Um, you know what what troubles me about this is that I definitely remember being an adult when this came out. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, I did think I did think this when I picked it, and, and I, but yeah, like it's it's. I just that's the thing. Your recollection of it is maybe a little bit is maybe a little bit different. It's maybe that adult recollection for me. I just remember it's that thing you'd look at screenshots on websites and in magazines because yeah. magazines, and you'd just obsess over it. I remember actually being blown away just as much by the level of inter- interactivity, how many items you could pick up and use, yeah. as I was it, by the number of zombies. All- all the interactivity is smashing things over people over zombies heads though isn't it 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 is to a degree but it's little things like you can go into the record shop and pick up vinyl records and throw them like frisbees and they do next to no damage there's lots of things just cool because you can do it it's yeah yeah, there's lots of things like that where you would go to your friends can you believe that you can go you can go here and you can pick up this toy from this toy store and you can put the toy helmet onto a zombie's head and then he stumbles around because he can't see and it's just like that's yeah, pretty good actually okay. I, yeah I, I i just i love dead rising so much i really wish you know i use this podcast to to shout it out um and say you know capcom shouldn't abandon this series i don't want this to go the way of breath of fire or whatever i i, I do think <laughs> i do think i would rather than have a resident evil game every every two years where they do a new one and a remake maybe well, they should stop the remakes after four and maybe make a dead rising instead i mean surely nobody wants a remake of five but um i think <laughs> the I uh, it's, code, it's, I it's code it's code veronica right that's what they'll remake if they yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. my main disappointment here alex is like 
you uh, you set this up really well with this big backstory. I was like, oh, this is interesting story, Alex. Good good storytelling. And I was like, hey, here it comes, here it comes. I was waiting for King Kong. I thought it was going to be King Kong. But but the, I the, can't believe it. But that that's the thing. This over King Kong, the movie, the game. <laughs> because this is this is what I'm talking about, though. King Kong is fine, and it's the it's the it's, it's the first one thousand. It's the first game that you played for the easy one thousand game score, right? That's how I remember it. Um, and it's, but I thought about in this category, I thought about Perfect Dark Zero because I was so hyped for Perfect Dark Zero. But it was shite, right? Well, I'm one of those people who is a, a low key Perfect Dark Zero stan where the story mode is terrible. <laughs> the story mode is terrible, but I strongly believe bits of the online mode of that game, the infection mode in particular, was literally the best thing on Xbox Live for like two years until Halo 3 came out. Yeah, on Xbox Live on the 360. The multiplayer was really was, good. And me and my friends played many hours. Like, well, it was, was slim pickings. <laughs> but I, I would still play a couple of hours of Perfect Dark Zero multiplayer now if yeah. there was anyone playing it, you know? Um, the, but, but, like I said, like you yeah. like you sort of got at, the story was shite. It did some terrible things to the character of Joe and that world and that universe and stuff like that. And yeah. therefore, it doesn't fit that category of best game. But also, I do genuinely believe, when I think about early Xbox 360, Dead Rising was that first game with every generation, you wait for that first game where you go, oh, this is mm-hmm. next gen. And I think, um, you know, it was, it was Ratchet, right, on PS5, Tom, and mm, we're, sort of, yeah. we're sort of still waiting for it on Xbox. Dead Rising had that, <laughs> yeah, had that yeah. great trailer, right, where he was on top of the truck yeah. and all the zombies are swarming yeah, around. Yeah. It's like wow, this is this is next gen. Yeah, the, the sheer TM. the sheer like the it was it was the amount of zombies in the swarm, but also like the density of it and how like from what I remember, and it might just be rose tinted memories here, but I remember the 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 swarm, the way they modeled the crowd and the way they animated it. There weren't any sort of like there wasn't much repetition in like the the look of the zombies or the or the, by, the animations the, and stuff by the standards of those days. Yeah, I think you look at it now and you go, uh, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> but and and the, the best thing I can say about about this is yeah. like um, my obsession with this game pre-release sort of. It, it, it still endures to this day in the sense that like I still, subs- I still subscribe to a YouTube channel. I'm going to shout him out because I think he's fab. Um, it's called Stippo. That's S-T-I-P and the, the, um, the number zero. And he is a channel where he's just dedicated to Dead Rising. And all he does is he's got beta discs and he's managed to get hold of like... The, <laughs> it's just um, an entire channel. He, he, I know. He's managed to... He's got like 35, 36,000 subscribers as well. But like he has... Uh, he's managed to get hold of like the discs from E3 and stuff like that. So oh, then brilliant. he goes and does all the comparisons of like, this yeah. is what it's like here. This is what it's like in the final examines all the old footage, digs into the game files and pulls the game files. apart. he does it for the later dead rising games too, as well. But um, yeah, like I've watched pretty much every video on dead rising one from that channel. And that stems from that sense of unbridled hype that I yeah. had when I was a teen just obsessed over this big new next gen game well we got you made quite a pitch for it um so uh <laughs> i think now i want to go over to tom because um why oh, is that funny this is going to be like an amiga <laughs> game or something or a commodore 64 game it's because i find everything you do funny tom um uh, no it's because uh, your one is um is from when when i was a teenager because we're a similar age hmm. and the the difference in technology between alex's pick <laughs> and this one is it's a, it's, a, I mean, it's a gulf. It's technolo- technologically very advanced, this game, actually. It was for the time, but yeah. yeah. So, um, 
1996. Yeah. I was 13 yeah. or so, just a teen. Um, I read a lot of magazines back then. Like, I don't know how many, like all of my pocket money was on magazines more than it was on games. So I probably bought like five or six a month and just read constantly reading about video games. Um, and one of the big, I was a PlayStation was relatively new. I was super excited about all new PlayStation games. Um, at a party once where it was just, we had a bag of PlayStation games and used to pick a game out and then we'd have a challenge playing PlayStation games. I was quite sad. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so front cover of like, oh, I think in my mind, this is on the cover of official PlayStation magazine a lot. It was probably like once, but it was F1, the official video game from Psygnosis, um, uh, made by Bizarre Creations. who went on to make uh, PGR, um, and F1 on the PlayStation was like, I was into F1 back then because everyone was, because it was one of the things that was on TV on like the weekend on Grandstand. Yeah. Um, you start, you had like a lot of celebrity kind of drive. Well, the like really well-known drive, like Damon Hill was a big yeah. star. And yeah. Yeah. Um, not and he'd been, on, like, was he'd been on like, he'd been on shooting stars. So everyone loved F1 at, at yeah. that point. Um, so F1, I was into F1 and like, child me was like yes this game looks incredible like the screenshots in the official playstation magazine were like wow this is unbelievable can't believe this is a game because it looks like that is what the tv looks like essentially and it had like all the overlays this is a thing back then like having a game that had the official like license so it looked like the tv like it had all the official graphics and everything else like that wasn't a thing you got much really back then so that made it seem even more exciting and then i i remember taking the issue that had the um, the review in official PlayStation magazine, I took it with me on a holiday because we were allowed <laughs> to take various things. Like you, as a kid, you can take some stuff with you on holiday because you're like, I want to take a random toy or I want to take this action figure. Or I just took this official PlayStation magazine yeah. with the review of F1 so I could read it over and over and over again. That's kind of adorable, i got to be honest. Um, I mean, I'll... I wasn't very at thirteen. I was not adorable. That was my bad. <laughs> my bad. I was perfectly nice as a child. I just wasn't physically adorable. I was like, I'd got on the coke by then. Um, <laughs> Hang on. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's, it wasn't a good era for me. Um, but yeah, I've read this magazine a lot. Super. Ex- I said it deliberately to be a funny Jim. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. So. Um, I just read this a lot. I was super excited for it. Bought it with my brother. Um, and it's like, whoa, this is amazing. Look how amazing, amazing it looks. It's real cars zooming around. Look, F1, etc. But I was just really bad at it. It's very hard. So I didn't really like it that much, to be honest. <laughs> so, so, so yours was also like a massive disappointment as well. Mm. I've got great reviews. It's got 10 out of 10 in the official PlayStation magazine, I think. So who it's did definitely... The review? And who did, you know? Who did the review? Uh, yeah. uh, Jeff Kingsley. But yeah, it was very. It was a great game. Like on, his, and it went on to spawn like many sequels, like F one ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand and one, probably. And this like endless F one games, right? So it's set up a whole franchise. Yeah, for F one, it's that good. Um, obviously, it's- Psygnosis disappeared bizarre creations are gone is it it's codemasters that do the f1 game still isn't it now it's yeah codemasters yeah you know yeah but i don't think they can ever live up to that hype of the <laughs> very first one where it was like unbelievable like that back in the playstation era where you had this first 
proper 3D version of a thing. You know, as mental as I, I think back to like adverts for Gran Turismo and stuff from the PS1 era, and I, 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 I totally agree. At the time, by the standards of the time, you looked at that. And it was like it was running in like really smooth sixty, and there was reflections on the cars and stuff, and it looked, it genuinely looked real. Mm. And of course, you look at it now, and it doesn't look real at all. There's something no. about about your your perception, uh, like decades later, like well, oh, that looks that was rubbish. But yeah, at the time, it was like, well, this is indistinguishable from reality. I don't know how they're going to do anything better than this. I remember, yeah. I, I, think- I, I remember at the in the nineties, I remember. Um, might have been one of my mates telling me about this actually, but uh, they were playing Tomb Raider, the original Tomb Raider, with their uncle, and and this is Richie Morgan from GameLag, if anyone knows. Um, and uh, his uncle said to him at the time, "I don't know how they're going to make graphics better than this because this looks like a film." <laughs> <laughs> mm. But but this is, I think this is something the younger generation miss out on to, to a certain degree because there is a magical moment, especially with sports games and things like that, where. There's a magical moment where the first time a game truly resembles, you know, I the first 3D FIFA games, right, that had audio commentary. It was just like fucking bonkers. And it was yeah. awful as well. I remember getting it. I, get, I remember the audio commentary was so, because it was streaming off the CD, which is slow, and it, you'd hear it kind of read the disc, and then it would like... Mm. Lineker. It would just shout out the name or something rather ran, randomly. It was terrible. Lineker. But back then, it was like... Yeah. Wow, I can't believe that this game, which it, is no, like yeah, the game knows that it's Lineker. This like is incredible, unbe- unbelievable, and yeah. it even extends to things like like promotional materials. Like so, I just remember everyone was obsessed with the um, the Mass Effect Two launch trailer, and yeah. people were only obsessed with that with the Two Steps from Hell song on it. And the only people, the only reason people are obsessed with that is basically because it was like a film trailer, and game trailers weren't like that. Now all game trailers are like that. So yeah. it's it's that weird thing where younger generations will I don't think will ever in quite the same way experience that feeling of, oh my god, this is the same as no one looked at Avengers and went, Oh my god, this is just like the films. No. Um quite the opposite. Yeah. No. I mean yeah, yeah. Well, no, literally the opposite. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. People said it looked like looked like uh yeah. you know the the, the the figurines you get of of those characters it's in fucking Batman, hashtag right? not my iron man and all that shit <laughs> um <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I, twitter's been weird recently because it's been a lot of sort of uh, what i assume are younger people complaining about the cgi in that new she hulk show now whatever you th- might think of the new she hulk show i mean i'm looking forward to it but like yeah i am yeah i mean People complaining about the, the, how good the C, how bad the CGI is and that. It's like, do you remember what television looked like twenty years ago? Yeah, but Jim, we don't all just watch repeats of Babylon Five. Do that we? is true. <laughs> that is true. I'm watching Deep Space Nine again now. Actually, Tom, um, it's actually so, a funny thing though because you know, like technology, everyone's banging on about um, what's it called volume. Yeah, the, the the Disney giant Disney screen thing, but it's like. And everyone's like, oh, it looks amazing. And it means they don't have to do green screen. But I found quite a few times in Obi-Wan, I thought it looked worse than it probably would have looked. I, I, I don't know. It inf- this is a real tangent, but it influences the, the set design and stuff. And that's what yeah, I mean. It does. It's, like, it's like the advances now. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever be in a period where, and, until maybe VR becomes more prevalent, I don't think we'll ever be in a period again where the advances are just straight up. This is better with no weird caveats. Yeah, I think yeah, because with volume, fast. they're all just like standing in front of a telly, essentially. Basically, it's starting and, to look like that now. Well, I mean, you, you know, Jim, you know, they 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 set like 
huge chunks of the uh, tom's gonna roll his eyes at this they set huge chunks of like the end of star trek discovery's most recent season in a room where they're staring at a big thing because the big thing's on the volume basically yeah yeah and it does look good but it's like a lot of standing about in new shows the blocking's terrible you see so many shots of people are just standing looking at something yeah Anyway, anyway um so, uh, so, so we're gonna like move from the nineties, and we're gonna jump ahead like twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel incredibly young. I feel like a baby, but um, yeah, my pick is Resident Evil Seven, which was released in two thousand and seventeen. I think I, I think I was sixteen, turning seventeen at the time. Oh man, that for me, this actually directly continues from the whole Silent Hills being. Well, the cancellation being a huge disappointment to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the next thing I had to look forward to was a new Resident Evil game, except I couldn't really look forward to that because Resident Evil 6 was crap. So, (laughs) yeah, I kind of, I honestly kind of forgot about that. But then that came about where the the demo got released. And obviously, the demo was scary. And at that point, I was like, okay, well, they're making Resident Evil, Resident Evil being the series that I grew up with because it was what my parents would always play and mm. you know let me watch at a very very young age but you know so that the hype for that was kind of unreal for me because not only that but I actually had a job at this point so it was a case yeah. of I can actually go and buy my own console I can pre-order this game um I can actually get excited for it because I'll be able to experience it and that's exactly what I did I went out I bought an Xbox one or something off Facebook marketplace um, immediately rang my friend and booted up the demo and then that was it. I remember pre-ordering it and being at college and I mean I still do this now but it just isn't the same but just literally scrolling and refreshing that Amazon order being like when's it gonna <laughs> arrive when's it gonna arrive and yeah. I remember Can I just say, even 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 the aspect of how you obtained your console you got it off Facebook marketplace yeah. is a world apart from eras and stories yeah yeah um yeah, and I just, yeah, I remember being at college and I had this weird day where I had one lesson at like 9am and one at 4pm. And I just kept, I was like, I'm going to stay at college and I'm going to go home as soon as it gets delivered. Yeah. Funnily enough, it got delivered when I was in that final lesson. So I really, I should have just left. But I do remember that night being one where I could just, I could stay up, play this game, scare myself silly, whilst on the phone to my friend. And I was like, this is everything I wanted. Not only is it kind of like on my own console i can play this without limits but resident evil has returned to its horror roots it's not just churning out action Mm -hmm. games anymore which is what five and six felt like yeah so even looking back on that now like i was watching a playthrough of resident evil 7 last night and the the, like alex said it's a feeling like the feeling come back comes back of how just excited I was because all I, I was a horror head. I just wanted something to scare me. Silent Hills wasn't going to be it. Didn't think mm. Resident Evil was, and then it was. Yeah. And yeah. It's a good choice, I think. I think as an example of the differences in our lives at this yeah. point. So you're at college buying your first console. I was just getting over the fact that I lost my job and my career and my company. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Keep like, it light. This, this game was the first game I remember buying. I bought it because mm. I was like, I'm, this is a bad time. I'm going to buy a game because I hadn't bought a game for about yeah. 15 years at that point because I yeah. preloaded them all. Um, so, yeah, I just thought I'll buy this game and have some fun playing a game for once because I, mean, I haven't I'd, got a job I'd, anymore. I'd left Tom's company to go work on Resi 7. That's mm. 
and, and, and um, so that's I can, what I was doing. I can speak from the from the being active in the media at that time. I think the promotional um, cycle around that game uh, was was excellent. Not just because Jim did some of it, um, but like. <laughs> But like, it, it, I, I, like the way that game. I think we talked about exactly this on the podcast before. I think probably when we talked about Silent Hills. But like, Capcom had us into the office to show us this VR demo. Oh yeah, it was yeah, the kitchen yeah. demo. But yeah. they didn't. They presented it not as Resident Evil. They were just like, "This is a new horror thing we're working on." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a new IP." Like Dead Rising was a new IP because that's the thing. It, horror and Capcom didn't necessarily didn't necessarily mean it was going to be Dead Rising because. Uh, Resident Evil because it was only one generation prior that they'd done Dead Rising so it's mm. like oh it's going to be a new VR yeah, um, yeah. IP and then fast forward maybe five months maybe four months and you go to E3 and you're in the Sony and I was there in the Sony conference and they have that first trailer where uh, they're singing Go Tell Aunt Rhody and it's not very clear it's Resident Evil 7 until the end but I could tell it was the same demo that I played mm. and I probably twigged maybe 30 seconds before the logo came up that that's what it was. And I was like, oh, fuck. And yeah. then they had a really good demo. And I just I just really remember yeah. that, like, sort of, oh, fuck moment when the trailer was released of just being like, crap, like, this is actually going to be scary. It's yeah. not just going to be another Chris Redfield doing Chris Redfield things. Like, this is going to be terrifying. And it was. So... Well, yeah. I've said before, I really enjoy that in that game, as far as it being a good game goes, the pacing is such that Resi 7 is like a microcosm of the whole series. You start out alone and terrified with no weapons. You gradually yeah. get weapons. And as you go through the phase of the game, it very seamlessly works it. So it feels completely natural that by the end of the game, you're basically Rambo and you're not quite <laughs> punching boulders, but you you have got a submachine gun. You're just blowing enemies that you were terrified of eight hours prior yeah. away in droves. And I think it's, it's just so perfectly pitched. It, well, like, it's, it's yeah. a really brilliant sort of like role reversal fantasy, isn't it? You you are like terrified of these entities for so much of the game. And then, mm-hmm. and you get to live that fantasy of being like, no, fuck you. Like, you know, that, yeah. like that, that, that zombie is just like every dickhead you've had to speak to at work that day, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Really, really perfectly pitched. That d- Don't Tell Aunt, Aunt Rosie trailer um, was, I, c- I can just, I can just say as well, I wasn't responsible for any of the good marketing, so I can say this. <laughs> that trailer was incredible. Um, mm. It's so atmospheric and so like, and still like, still a bit spine tingling actually when you think about it. When, like if you watched it now, I think it would still have a real impact. Um, as like a lot of the best trailers do. So, um, yeah, yeah Resident Seven was fantastic. Um, F one probably didn't have a trailer before <laughs> trailers. So that's unfair. Yeah. That's unfair. Who, who did the? Uh... I didn't ask to be this young. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, trailers would happen. I remember they used to. Remember you'd buy like um, official Nintendo magazine. It'd come in like a VHS. I remember like if you're talking about most memorable, vi- maybe this is a topic one day, but most memorable video game trailer or something like along those lines. I remember a trailer for Star Fox sixty four that was on a VHS tape where I would I almost wore that VHS tape out mm. watching that trailer over and over again. Yeah, oh, Jesus. We're, we're, um, did the F one in nineteen ninety six have Murray Walker on it, or was this, that the? I say yes. I don't know. 
was that later games? Remember. He was definitely involved at some I'm point. I'm sure he was. So they were trying to get as like, authentic as possible, weren't they? So I assume he was in there at some point. I'm sure I remember reading in an official PlayStation magazine at the time that um, there was a cheat to make Murray Walker just, it just went through the commentary randomly so it didn't <laughs> correspond to anything that was actually happening on the track. And in the magazine, they were like, and you can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, yeah, God rest in Murray Walker. Keep it like Tom. Okay. I've got to pick something now, and uh, uh, really tempted to pick Resi Seven because I, I worked on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Capcom's doing quite well here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say actually, like, uh, so there's like, um, so with your two picks, there's, there's like you've got the Capcom connection, but also the. Um, uh, you both mentioned about how uh, it was like your first sort of experience of, of being able to go and, and, and buy something yourselves and enjoy it on your own terms. And I bought my PlayStation yeah. myself. I work in down the mines. <laughs> in the circus. I, I was, I've been working since I was 10. What were you doing at 10? Is that why you job? went from child to adult just I immediately? I was cleaning pubs. I mean, that would age you. A few yeah. decades, yeah. wouldn't it? Mm. You were cleaning yeah. pubs at 10 years old? Yeah, I used to go out and clean pubs with my mum, clean restaurants. And I used to go out on weekends, get up at four o'clock in the morning, clean pubs with my uncle. Was this like before Elizabeth was coronated? Or? It was a long time <laughs> ago, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've worked um, my way up. I've worked my way up <laughs> to where I am. Um, all right. Well, I think I'm going to... Uh, it's the three really good picks, actually. I genuinely don't know which one to pick, but I think I'm going to go for... Uh, I think I'll go for F1 uh, because it's the only... And I have to p- do it for really selfish reasons. It's the only one of the three that doesn't make me feel a billion years old because <laughs> it actually <laughs> happened when I was a teenager. So, uh, And the other Damn. two happened when I was definitely grown up and an adult. And uh, <laughs> I just... Uh, yeah. I have to pick that one because uh, I'm feeling really mortal at the moment. Uh, so on that basis, on that really thin and flimsy basis, uh, F1 from 1996 that may or may not have had Murray Walker in it is the best game that you were ridiculously hyped for as a teenager. Thanks. F1 1996. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. You did this I've last got- week when you won and then you were like, thanks. I've just realised I've got this game. I've just realised I've got this game. I wonder oh, if I it was 95 even. It might have been 95. I can't remember. Maybe it was not. I think it was 96. No, I think I think the 90, it will be 96 because this game was just called Formula One. Mm. He so gets such a face on every time he doesn't win. And then when he does win, he doesn't give a shit. It's because it's like that kind of, I'm very humble. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I don't want to brag about it, do I? I don't want other people to win, but I also, when I do win, I don't want to rub it in their faces. It's always good when someone humble goes on a podcast. Like I said, you will find out in this year podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us get the word out. Uh, we're not just a podcast, of course. If you'd like to hear more from the team, then check out VG247.com for our fantastic news coverage, features, reviews, and game guides. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.